We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, it's Hack It Out Golf Podcast. Time with myself, Mark Crosswood, Lou Stagner, and Greg Chalmers. And we're going to do our annual Masters preview pick winners. I do have history in this category for all the followers of the of the uh, Hack It Out Golf Podcast. I, I'll let Greg and Guy, and just remind Lou that I think I picked two of the champions one of the year. We did this for all the majors, but I, <laughs> I are, don't like to go on about you it, are Lou. Let's, clearly I, making <laughs> things up. <laughs> I can go back to the tape. Lou, I'm still in the intro. I don't want to interrupt yeah. <laughs> you. Wait till we're you're talking about. You're lying. You have not been introduced. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fun episode, as you can already tell. Right, Mr. Rude Lou, with your interrupting. Boy, I picked two winners, did I not? One year when we did all four majors. I did, Greg. He doesn't like it. I can go Lou. back I... to the tape. You did not pick multiple winners. I think the one year, uh, I think for the one major, they were like on the third. The third round was already done, and there were two or they three players way ahead of the, of the field, and you picked one of the three. Um <laughs> So that doesn't count for anything. So no, I don't think any of us uh, 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 correctly picked any winners last year. So, oh yeah, I agree. So we're going to pick, we're going to pick two choices for this year's Masters and you can play along at home if you're listening. Um, And obviously if you're listening post the Masters, you can't play. You could probably just shout out who was the winner, but we're going to pick an outsider and one of our more dead certs. Not that there's any such thing in golf as a dead cert. I mean, Tiger really got the closest to a dead cert, didn't he? He got the closest to a Federer, I guess we've had in golf. But um, yeah, it should be an interesting one. So let's start before we pick our players, our champions, our predicted champions. What what do we like to see in a Masters, guys? I've been to ones that have been dry, sunny and warm. So lucky enough to go. And I've been lucky enough to go to ones where it's been really windy. And that was quite interesting to watch. Like that place in the wind... Like if it was in the wind all year round, so uh, sorry, every year it's there. You know, if it was based more in a Scottish environment or an, or a North Devon coast environment that we get to play in, that course would become almost laughable. Like in the wind, it gets close mm. to on the brink of ridiculousness. Do you think Is we'd have fair? to redesign number 12? A la number 17 <laughs> at Sawgrass? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just, I mean, it does just get, 
unplayable. And obviously, if you think about the open greens, I mean, I think they stint them at around 10 because they're worried that the wind can pick up at any point. The uh, Augusta's greens are not stimped at 10. I don't know if we know what their standard stint reading is. Is it ever published or not? But if you get wind and those slopes and then you get the speed they're at, you would verge on ridiculous in places, I think. So what, what do we like to see? Greg, what out of the four days, do you like a bit of a mix? Do you want it just sunny all the time? What do you like to see as a spectator? I, I, uh, as a spectator, I, I err anything that's not muddy. I love. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, the I wind. agree with that. Um, I prefer my Sunday if I had a if I had a crystal ball. I prefer the Sunday to be seventy degrees sunny and not much wind. I just want to see the guys. I actually want to see some low scores and some yeah. reaching the par fives and and Chopping a bit of and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could yeah. that that stretch through ten through you know fifteen. You could play that one or two over, or you could play it four or five under. Like it's totally. just it's a really cool stretch where. You can make eagles if it's if the conditions are great, um, but it, I just don't want to, you know, for want of a better term, I don't really want a U.S. Open at this point. Like that, I found Zach Johnson's win, although it was a great win for Zach and everything, it wasn't super exciting for me to watch. You know, you, you know, laying up on par fives. I, actually, this is the one. Not the. It's a time when I really want to see guys have to stand there and hit a five iron into a par five or, or some kind of iron and and uh and make an eagle and see some drama and maybe dump it in the water and things like that and i think the conditions if they're 70 degrees and sunny it gives us that um but just no rain and mud that one a few years ago they played uh the last one dustin won uh, a couple of years ago yeah. um yeah. the covid one yeah I, I just found that just a mud fest and i just don't enjoy watching that I, it's not i know it's no fun for the players either yeah, 100%. That was, obviously, it's not what we used to. It was great to get the Masters that year and everything we were going through and still are in some ways. But, yeah, that, that was hard to watch Brown, Augusta, and it was definitely hard to watch um, Balls almost plugging on the green, Augusta, as well, because it just took the fire out of so much of what we love to see there. Lou, what do you like to see as a spectator? Because I'm going to come back to you, Greg, because obviously you're a player as well, so I'd like to know what you see as a player also. But, um, Lou, what would you like to see as a spectator? Well, yeah, that was going to be my first question. Was I was curious as to if Greg had a different opinion as a player, uh, as yeah, opposed well, to watching. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, Greg. Do you do you prefer oh, to play and if... play in the same kind of conditions you like to watch, or would you rather no. play in different condition conditions? No, not not for this event. Um, I actually wouldn't mind just a little bit of wind. I, you know, I grew up. Yeah, uh, I would have guessed that. I, 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 I grew up in a windy place. Uh, you know, I grew up. My golf course is called Shelley Beach, right on the ocean, hundred yards in the ocean. And I went to Fremantle, which is like I don't know the third or fourth windiest city in the world. So, anytime you get that contrast between force carries american golf and wind and all that pine tree stuff you can't judge it it's really challenging um not to mean i'm any good at judging all of that in that environment but that'd be kind of like 10 or 15 mile an hour and a sunny day i'm good and a bit of run on the fairways helps because i don't hit it far enough that'd be what i'd want to play um, yeah but you know i don't throwing darts and really soft into targets isn't really my favorite i like it when you have to hit it to 30 feet and two part and maybe sneak a couple in and build some momentum and and maybe, but that's not really what I want to watch as a fan. As a fan, I want to see the guys throwing darts and being aggressive. Um, yeah. But that's not my style. So as a player, I want everyone to have to battle and fight a little bit, I guess. So, yeah, there's a bit of contrast there. 
Yeah, because I mean, I remember playing Lynx golf when it was windy and it just seemed, I don't know what the stats say, Lou, you probably, I'm putting you on the spot, you wouldn't know now, but I remember competing and it just seemed to be like five foot, six foot putt on every hole because even when it was windy, your long putting was challenged. So when it was calm, there was lots of rolling balls up to the hole. There was more opportunities. When you were battling, I remember playing Lynx golf, which would be as close of an equivalent, even though it's so worlds away, of playing Augusta in those kind of windy conditions. It's like five, six, seven, eight foot of central and so many of the pars, you know, to hang on and then take your birdies where you can go, which obviously, Greg, your strength in the putting department, you're kind of up for that fight, I would guess, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah I, I enjoyed that. I, I, I yeah, like that challenge. Totally. And I like it, it kind of, I guess it's my version of sort of evening out the ball striking playing field a little bit. Yeah, like if, it, yeah. if that's how it works out, I'd. Yeah, I, I would guess it levels it a bit more. My experience of playing in heavy winds, certainly in the UK, is that it would bring people back to my level a little bit because it is now there's more chance available. And then it did become what felt like at those times more of a who could not implode internally because so many people mm. would just implode emotionally. You know, this is stupid. This is unfair. And you just think, well, I've got them they're out yes. like and they're better than me so i've got them that's great yeah now it's just the ones who are better than me and are still trying hard like me they're the ones i've got to worry about well when it's calm those ones who are better than me just shine through as being better than me unless i do ridiculous things and i'll four thirty footers or something in a round kind of jobby um so lou what would you like to see as a as a as a spectator a bit of mixed bag all sunny what, what, what do you like to see? What does the stat hole like to see at Augusta? What massage is the best stats? <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think first and foremost is I would like to see four days of unin- uninterrupted play. So when when there's yeah. weather delays, yeah. that drives yeah. me bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just don't care for that. And I, as a player, I imagine that has to be tough as well. Um, so I'd like them to play four straight days without any delays. Um, I prefer um, nicer conditions. So I'd want it to be warm. Like when you st- and I'd prefer the conditions to be, you know, relatively consistent throughout the week, whatever that happens to be. Like, I, I know that golf is, is, there's a lot of randomness to golf, but um, you know, when you, you can be on the bad side of a weather draw and yeah. Yeah. You know, if so I, I don't like when that happens too much. I, I'd rather it be relatively consistent for the field each of the days. So I want to see that. Um, and I do, you know, I like a mix. I, I wouldn't mind seeing some days where it's blown 20 and some days where it's completely calm and it rained the night before and they can, they can just go at whatever they want. So um, I like, uh, I like a mix of things. Um and I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to be there this year. I don't know if we, uh, we oh, has anyone that. heard <laughs> I don't know if we covered that. So I'll give full uh, reports from on site uh, as the week on-site reports yeah. that you can't do because you're not allowed to take your phone in. And you just right. shout really loud and hope the pigeons <laughs> send it across. Or something. Precisely. 
Yeah, I think I'm the same. I, I mean, I think you make a great point there, Lou. Nothing worse than the weather affecting the score. Obviously, if I was playing and it affects it in a way where I get a nice draw, I probably am quite happy. But that kind of, you know, the wind's down in the morning and it's dry and then there's a shower and a delay and the wind picks up and the afternoon is like you know, two overs is a good score where in the morning five under was your average score or like three under or two under was your average score. I hate that because then you have got this kind of, that that's the worst thing that can happen in any <laughs> golf event, in my opinion. Obviously, it's also the beautiful thing that happens in golf because nature does have to play its part. Sure. Um, yeah. But it is a, it's a shame when it affects it that way. So I agree with that. I think consistent through the day. So it's going to be windy, just be relatively windy all day. And then if it's going to be like on and off showers, just everyone gets a bit of on and off showers. I agree with Greg as well. Last day in the sun, it's great viewing on TV, isn't it? When it's sunny and bright and lovely. Um, yeah. The so other I thing like that I like that. too, is I do enjoy when there is, um, uh, when there's a hole that, that is, um, either incredibly unfair so they have a horrible pin location and there's just so much drama at the hole as a player i can't stand that and i'm sure yeah. greg would say as a player he can't stand that but as somebody watching i enjoy that kind of a hole um i it would be i would like if um like maybe three was a little bit shorter and it was reachable and i don't know if that's a, the best kind of green for a drivable par four uh but i do like really high risk reward type situations i like that i love watching 12 like if i was at home i would have um just the 12th hole on on one of the monitors and most of my attention would be on 12 throughout the course of the day uh, i just love watching tee shots in 12 and see what people do and and um it's amazing at, at how challenging that tiny little hole was how did you do i didn't look it up greg did you how many times did you hit the green there when you played it uh, i think i was remember? two for two it, for, it's yeah i think i was i only played twice dude yeah. so um you know out of there pretty early but um i remember being not as frightened as because the weak side missed the way that slopes for right hander the weak side missed that little cut oh which yeah flies shorter. you're the other My way yeah. actually carries the yeah. water so phil yeah. is a lefty or me is a lefty i felt really comfy yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great point. Because yeah. my weak side miss was going to what is actually a shorter landing the shorter area. side. Yeah, because yeah. it slopes in that, it goes, it runs in that direction. So there's a bit of an a bit of an advantage to that, I guess. But yeah, it's um, you're right there. I do love like that. You love carnage because there's a part of me as a van that I do love enjoying when they put a pin in a spot and you just and the wind they get the wind wrong or they judge it wrong. I also don't mind of a player. And you walk in the scorer's hut afterwards and guys just start ripping into the scoring official about the pin placement. And yeah. what I like to do, I like to get in there first and say, how's your day been, mate? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like getting, and it's not their fault, but they're a rules official, so they just get roasted by every player. Yeah. Like, pin, on, that pin on so-and-so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I agree with the carnage, Lou, as well. It is fun seeing a bit of carnage because I always think it's awful on 13 when people don't get their drive in a position. There's nothing worse than watching a few groups just not turn it enough and get it up in the trees. And you just think, well, I'm just watching pitch outs now. And this is what always confuses me, I think, with the people who want to see longer clubs in when, I mean, you posted a great tweet about the distance people actually do really have in on 13. And I've talked to Lou about this for 
maybe two or three years, when you look at the data of the amount of shots that are over 200 yards is plenty. Like there's loads. Um, but it, it's just that whole, I want them going 13 is not good if they're laying up. Like who wants to watch them lay up, hit a pitch to the middle of the green, try and spin it back. Like it's just so boring. Um I love 13 going for it. As soon as they hit it in the trees, I think, well, we don't even need to cut back to that group now, do we? They're not, unless they do someone goes for it crazily, they're all just pitching out and then hitting a pitch and that's just boring. So a bit of carnage. And that's what Augusta's great for, isn't it? There's definitely, it's not afraid to throw a bit of carnage at an yeah, appropriate when the, time. When the wind blows at 12, that is definitely a fun hole to watch. I looked at the last three years, so got to gotta get share a couple numbers on Augusta. Um, yeah, from, yeah. Typically it plays about 155 right in there. I'm sure that's right about where you played it, Greg, when you played it. Um, and uh, from 155, tour average is hitting the green 75% of the time. And at 12, the last three years, it's only 55% of the time, which right. is oh, pretty. It? Yeah, yeah. It's a huge, huge difference. It's definitely a small green. It's not very deep. So that certainly plays into yeah. it. And there's this really cool paper that somebody turned me on to. It was an academic paper. I forget who wrote it. And uh, I got access to it from someone. But it, it, it's about um, the wind in golf and they focused on the 12th hole and, and it, the math got uh, way too, way too deep for me. And it was all around fluid dynamics and the canopy effect and the wind rolling over the trees and what that does to shot shots. It was fascinating to read it. And that's one of the reasons, depending on the wind direction, why there's so much carnage there at 12 is that wind is, is, um, is shifting and moving and behaving in ways that's not consistent, which yeah. Greg will tell you as a player, if we put Greg in a 20 mile an hour wind and it's blowing exactly the same way and it's consistent, he's going to be able to play that pretty effectively. If it's constantly moving around it, that creates a lot of, a lot of challenges and you're kind of at the mercy of, of the gust and what happens. So yeah, it's, uh, it's my favorite hole. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and I think the thing golfers often forget is we don't live in a wind tunnel. Like if the wind is 20 miles an hour, it is not constantly 20 miles an hour. That means it will have a range. It will be blowing at 14, 15, 20, 22, Mm -hmm. 24. So there's always going to be that. There's also folk stories about 12 as well, which I won't share online because they're not very popular. But there is, I know you'll love these, Lou, because they're folk stories, not (laughs) <laughs> I've got have, no data have to be you, true but... <laughs> <For> data. <laughs> <laughs> um, about 12 and the winds and that that have you ever do you, have you got any idea what I'm talking about or not does it, invo- what... does it involve the ghost of old Tom Morris in any no, way it right, doesn't well. it does Alistair involve, does it involve the it ghost does of Alistair? involve ghosts but not no. those ghosts ah, right, well, you have to tell us then that's uh, i'm not telling you online because i don't want anything to do with this rumor it's just what well, something that locals have told me and ones who used to play there as well it's an interesting story but i'll i'll, I'll do that off pod because like that could i just don't <laughs> want to get in trouble
<laughs> there's this, it, it's also to do with America, and I just don't want to cross this bridge. Please. It's nothing to do with me. Never to it's be invited like, back. <laughs> what, I'm, not, I'm not saying any of this out loud. This is all in my head, what's going on at the minute, isn't it? <laughs> it's a great story so, right, in your head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, pick our, let's pick our favorites first. Outside of second, favorites first. So don't give me both names. We'll just go through, and I want your number one pick first and i'm gonna go to you first lou not your outsider i want your number one choice my number one choice is jt jt yeah i think it's his time i think justin thomas is is gonna is, is is gonna put the w on the board this year that's my that would be great i think a very popular champion wouldn't he and what's making you feel this is this a feeling or is is there data and numbers there's no data there's no numbers behind it i i don't really cool i didn't know you could make those choices (laughs) yeah so it's completely (laughs) feel-based is this weird so you're about to go to yeah what is this what is this yeah what is that yeah what am i, I feeling like hot sweats is... come on Lou's just made an emotional choice for the last yeah. question oh this is great who, who needs enemies with friends like you <laughs> is this a weird thing for you to do greg to ask for, for for Mark, he's about to ask you who your pick is for Augusta. As a player, is that a weird thing to answer? I'm curious. No, I look and look. We'll get to it. So here's the thing: I do this um, prior to us not being allowed to have a little side gamble on on golf. I would pick in like friends that have pools and things like that. I haven't picked the winner of any event in 27 years as a pro. Not once, not one time. So I don't take this super seriously. I think I picked two one year. (laughs) We've heard the rumors. Um, Yeah, I, uh, my hope is, and, you know, my parochialism kicks in is Cameron Smith. That's, that's who I think he's just had a couple of weeks off. Yeah. He's playing well. His short game is off the charts. Um, you need to be able to chip and putt well. If you can't chip and putt well around there, it doesn't matter. It's really hard to just out-hit everybody because the chipping is really, really challenging. Um, you've got to be a really high level because we're so used to chipping out of rough and you just don't get a lot of those there. You get a lot of tight lies and, and, and really into the grain and, and sort of hard to – you've got to really have good motion, and he has that. Yeah. So that would be my number one pick, and uh, I'm sorry to do that to him because I've never, ever once picked a winner of anything mm. so but uh, if you're a gambling person do not ride that wave with me so he's played yeah that's a great so he's played he's played five tournaments i'm looking at his numbers here on their website um he uh, does it tell me he's made five he's made all five cuts low round 66 uh high round 82 his score on average is 71.5 which is that's pretty good Lou. And i don't know if you've looked at the scoring averages around there from like legends and what have you do you know i know you've looked a bit at the stats of augusta 71.5 over five rounds it's not bad is it yeah i mean it's only five rounds but yeah it's pretty good yeah um oh here we go view pass finishes where's he finished so tied 55th tied fifth tied for 51st tied second and tied 10th like he is knocking on that door isn't he i think he's close He's yeah, close. He, and he obviously likes it there, doesn't he? Yes. And I, I just don't think he's 
I've known him a long time and, uh, you know, since a young man. I just don't – you saw what he did at the players. I mean, hit it in the water and then just pitched it to a foot and a half and kicked it in and won the tournament kind of thing. Didn't Doesn't get yeah. sort of out of sorts. He's just had his yeah. parents and his family. For, he's in a really nice place now. He's had a victory. Just had two weeks off with his family uh, and his parents in a couple of years because of COVID. Uh, yeah. Feeling warm and fuzzy and off you go to Augusta. I think it's a it's – a, I know as a player that all kind of – it shouldn't tie in, but it does tie in sometimes. You, you just feel good about everything. So – uh, that would be my choice, and 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 it's not just it's totally emotional choice. It is not, and it's also something I would want for him because he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You don't get a nicer guy than Cam. I mean, well, apart from him and Mark Leishman, are probably the two most relaxed dudes on the planet, and they happen to be really good at golf as well. Yeah. It's quite, it's a little bit like, could you be any more unfair? Like, at least be nasty <laughs> or something. <laughs> so my my number one pick is Victor Hovland. Ooh. That's a good one. I, yeah. yeah, I think that is quite a good one. So it's his yeah. first. Are you worried Masters. about his chipping around there at all, Mark? No, I'm not. He's something he's really improved in his game, he tells us. And I've seen him mention, and I know on seen Radar Golfer, Jeff Smith, his coach, talk about it, something they've worked on. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some good shakes from him that way. I don't know what his stats are like at the moment for that part. And I just not think good. he's a machine. <laughs> no, no. It's not when good. Get, it's, it's, it's When he gets going, he's good. I mean, for someone who doesn't chip very well, if his stats aren't very good, he's tied 32nd and tied 21st, 2019-2021. He's trending pretty good. It shows you, obviously, what he can do. Um I would argue that most of the best in the, I would argue that most of the, the winners around there is this not their chipping that's winning anything. Is it? They're generally going to be he getting is on. dead last right now this year in strokes came around the green, like dead, is dead he? last. Oh yeah. And he's dead last by uh, half a shot. Yeah. Um, I still yeah. think he's the man. He's the man. I think he'll, and I think JT's going to miss the cut now, mm. Luke. You said that. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. There's just no way. What was uh, what was Victor? I West? really like JT. He's a lovely guy as well. But if he misses the cut, I'll be so happy. This year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Victor is losing over eight tenths of a shot per round uh, around the green. That you have yeah. to. That's that's tough. Like that's that's hard to do. Not gaining what he is on approaches and off the tee. I mean, he's a phenomenal ball striker, he's an incredible ball striker. I mean, yeah. he's, he's where is really... he in the world? What's his he's, world rank? Where is he? He's just not going to hit 18 greens a day, right? He's what? <laughs> yeah, fourth, but he can get his putter out as well. <laughs> he's fourth, maybe third, fourth, fourth. fifth, fourth. He's yeah. fourth, and Lou is sat there bagging his chipping. He's fourth he's... in the world, and Lou is sat there with his little stats on, going, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Where's JT in the world at the minute? Look, I'm a huge old. Victor Hovland fan. I love Victor Hovland. Um, so I, I would I would be more than happy to see see him win a green jacket. Um, I think Victor he's going to get to number one in the world. He's, he's yeah, going to be, be a number one in the world player at some point. Okay, so let's go out. out sorry, go on, Greg. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I think you bet. Like, this is where the course setups are around the PGA Tour. If they had rough all the way up to the edge of the greens, I think Victor's rock solid. Right, like because flipping it out of the rough is a snack. Like yeah, it's yeah. just there's not as lot of skill required for that. It's read the live yeah. swing. Um, yeah, but yeah, off tight lies and up and over mounds and stuff, he's going to have to chip well, and that's going to be. I hope he hits a lot of greens. That, that's uh, it's tough to 
finds you chipping if that's what he's trying to do. So let's try oh, that out. You too are so <laughs> negative. Gee, you can't wait to see him in the locker room. Fourth <laughs> yeah. in the world and yeah. you two yeah. are sat there on oh. your little soapboxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it's an emotional choice. <laughs> so let's go outsiders. I've got, uh, should I go first on outsiders? Flip the order. My outsider, and this is an outsider, Phil Mickelson. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's not even playing. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Yeah. Because he, outsider, you see, yeah, like, outsider, like you, mean, you mean underdog, right? Is yeah. that, is no, that I, mean, a... I mean, outsider. Oh, like, he is outside. He's actually outside. But my real outsider, because that went down like a lead balloon, you two literally panicked when I you said think that. He's maybe, <laughs> you think he's maybe, uh, you think maybe he's playing a round of golf with Gary Player's son next week? <laughs> they're, they're, they're both just... not all... <laughs> I just I don't know I'm asking questions That'd be great. It's, it's a good question it's, a definite point. it's more chance of that than him winning as an outsider actually, yeah, exactly it's Lou, Lou, are you, Lou are you taking on my suggestion from a previous pod that you take a hack it out sign and hold it up right behind Gary Player hack it out <laughs> at the opening ceremony I'm yeah. going to I'm going to be there instead um... of those ridiculous golf balls <laughs> you should I'm hold gonna... up a hack it out sign and then put that down and your next sign you should put up should say I'll get my coat exactly I'll just put my <laughs> I'm out yep out of here see you later uh, oh dear uh, so my real outside pick and it's not really an outsider to be fair i'm gonna go with paul casey that's good like paul yeah, he, he's got plenty yeah. of games around yeah. there paul is again chilled out, relaxed guy yeah, yeah he's just always been such a strong strong world-class player uh mixed bag played loads of uh, events 15 tournaments tied sixth 10th 11th 20th missed cut or didn't play doesn't say it's dash in 2010 38th and a dash so i don't know if that yeah it's a missed cut sorry because there's two rounds sixth fourth sixth 15th miss cut 38 26 so when he makes the cut like one two three a tie temp four like he's got four or five top tied 10 you know top tens basically that's pretty good record isn't it and like that he, he he can play that course he's long he's a great ball striker whatever that means they're all great ball striker but i know what you kind of mean with that Lou, but I, I've always I've always struggled with that phrase. He's just a really good player who hits it a long yeah. way and good player. Can it yeah. get it going? So he's no my doubt. outsider, Paul Casey. I'd love to see Paul win a major. He's he is world class. He almost again, he's one of those golfers that just seems so chilled out. He's just happy. Like if he had that little, you feel like if he was a little bit more angry and hungry and aggressive with his maybe practices or whatever, however he prepares. I think he's got so much more to deliver because his game is world world class. But it's very good. I'm happy that I'm happy that he's happy. So it doesn't bother me that he's not, you know, hungry and stuff. Um, so yeah, Paul Casey's my outsider. Um, Greg, who's your outsider? 
Um, I don't know that you could uh, like it's, the definition of an outsider is confusing, but yeah, he only won two weeks ago. I'm going with yeah. Sam Burns. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, just uh, hits it long. <laughs> really nice ball striker, um, as they all are, as you say. But he's exceptional. Uh, coming off a win just to what Tampa, so I'm looking at Sam to fire it up at Augusta for the first. As, it, as he he's played before, obviously, because he won Tampa last year and he won before. But um, I think. You know, he's had a few go-arounds and this will be his year as an outsider. Yeah, Sam Burns, I've got his thing. He has played, where's his, let me just try and find up his, oh, I don't think he's got a record there, has he? No, he hasn't played there. He's got two tour wins, turn pro in 2017. His first Masters. Um, yes, is his, his first, first one? one? I thought. Yeah. It is his first oh, one, yeah, because he, won- he has no record there. But we'll talk about that at the end. But no, he hasn't... Um, he hasn't played there yet, but we'll talk about what that means or All doesn't. Because right. we've I'm still good. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I think that's a good. He's definitely an outsider. <laughs> and uh, oh, no. while I'm at, while I'm, yeah, while I'm at it, leading amateur Austin Greaser. There you yeah, go, well, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 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 going to be the leading arm. In fact, Absolutely. I think he's going to yeah. top ten it. I can he could be a top tenner. You know, that would be what. Well, I can't want. wait. I can't wait for Austin and then Lou just charging in to meet Jim Nance while Austin's doing his interview at the end <laughs> for leading amateur. Well, I mean, oh, I, think, said, <laughs> said, I told you not to hit it there on seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> that hole. Exactly. Four inches left, you would have been falling for, and that would have given you this percentage of chance. Yeah, so I, I am I on. am pulling for Austin more than I've ever pulled for any golfer. He's just an absolutely dynamite player, and he's a dynamite person. Uh, and I, you know, just just for just to watch him walk around there is going to be amazing. And yeah, whether cool. he, you know, wins the thing or finishes DFL, he has a very promising road ahead of him and and um it's just going to be a great experience i'm super happy for him and his family and all of his friends and it's just going to be uh, you know a, a, an absolute privilege to walk around and watch him there so can't wait yeah. it'll be the highlight be cool. of, of of my year for sure absolutely so who's your outsider then lou um i think you guys are going to laugh at me when i tell you this one um I don't, I don't know that he's probably so my uh, outsider, and when you say outsider in the United States, I think I think you mean underdog, like somebody that's not likely to win. Um, so well, my like it's outs- too easy to pick Tiger in it when he it's Tiger, and it's like, kind of too I, that, easy. Yeah, that's my outsider. My outsider is Tiger. Tiger. Do you think win. he's playing then? Do you? Oh, he's gonna play. There's no doubt. Yeah, he was there. We're recording this. He was there yesterday. People were tracking his plane. Um, I wonder Greg, if people do you think be... he's going to play? He's going to play. Are you mm. that certain, Greg? <clears throat> no. No. You don't no, think he's going to no, play? I'm not. Sorry, Lou. Go on, you carry no. on. I'm not as certain as really? you. Really? I think he's going to play the par if... three with his son, and I think he's going to be there for the dinner. Um, but I don't know if he's going to play. Like, that's yeah, not practice play. round time, is it? What, he's there. what have you heard, Greg? No, I got big ears, but I didn't hear anything. Uh, <laughs> honestly, he's... <laughs> Uh, I, I think if it had played something leading into this, Bay Hill or somewhere else, I'd have been on board. Because after he shelved it after the play in the PNC, I thought, oh, wow, he played and he did nicely. It looked okay to me. And yeah. first, everyone's watching that. And I thought, oh, we'll see him peg it up somewhere and then we'll see you at Augusta. Maybe one one tournament and then Augusta. Um, 
and we didn't. Uh, so I don't know. I looked at like I was more on Mark's side where I looked at it like oh, he's going to have a nice steak on Tuesday night, play the part three, have a great experience as a, as a dad um, yeah. and then go home. I'd be very surprised, but I've been wrong before. So I, uh, I this is me maybe hoping more than anything else, but I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to play. I think he's ready. And I think he's going to come out and not only play, but he is going to contend um, and it, it'll be a top five lock for sure if he tees it up and uh, more than likely going to win. God, it, imagine if he, wow. are you on meds or something tonight? <laughs> I mean, this is the most emotional pod emotional I've ever seen. Pick. <laughs> um, imagine if he does win. Like, oh my God. Look, he's if still he does going win, on about it. He's literally this whole universe. Imagine, 2019 and then, was incredible. And then he became president. Just imagine. <laughs> 2019 was unbelievable. It was incredible. He's going to top that this year. He's going to top that this year. And I'm going to be there. And I'm going to probably run out on the green. He's give me a big hug. <laughs> Crash tackle his girlfriend. Get rid of the family. Mum's out. Lou's yeah, coming in. <laughs> exactly. I'm coming in. Tiger, my prediction. We work. My prediction then, and I don't. This isn't a want, but my prediction is: if Tiger does play, he'll miss the cut. No, no, that's just that's, not going to happen. That's my, and I don't want that to happen because so it's not good for the event. And I'd like to see Tiger top ten and compete and win. But if he does play, he'll miss the cut. No, there's just no way. There's no way. There's no um, way. No, no way. President Tiger can't he, miss a cut. He, he's not miss there's a the local cut. rule at Augusta, is there? Tiger uh, cannot. Sandy miss. Lyle's going to miss the cut. I'm positive of that. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Tiger but he's is going to have his braces on, and we're all happy with that. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I enjoy. I, I enjoy watching him. I'm curious to see who. Um, like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but. Um, you know, amateurs, they get paired with past champions, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Austin, the player I'm going to you know, be w- watching very closely, he's got a, if Tiger plays, he's got a chance to play with Tiger. Um, it's yeah. there. That would be amazing. That would be really I cool. I think he's got more chance of playing with Charlie than he has Tiger. I don't think Charlie qualified this year, so... <laughs> But Tiger it's the same chance then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm you. He's going to be there. I hope Tiger win. does play. I'm not anti-Tiger. I love Tiger. I hope he plays. But I don't. And if he does, I do think he'll miss the cup. But I'm happy. Tiger's great at proving people wrong. And that's what I love about him more than anything else, to be fair. Um, let's just quickly, before we finish, go back to Sam Burns' first Masters. Can a first-time winner, first-time player win the Masters? It's something that's always talked about. Is it something that's changing over the years with the knowledge of that? Uh, event maybe not being so passed down and maybe now that we understand where the skills lie in golf a bit more that it isn't this mythical that you need to know um and played there a few years i mean i've just i i don't know how reptile this is but i just i think there's only three players who have won first go so in the history of the masters dating back to 1934 only three players have ever won the masters their first appearance can any of you guys name the three players no, one of them's fuzzy. I know that for sure. Yes, correct. He's, he might Fuzzy's be the last 19, one. Correct. Fuzzy Zella, yeah. nineteen seventy-nine, was the last one, and I then don't you know have who, to go back. Who well, else? You have to go back to the first and the second one. So oh, Orton yeah. Smith. So like everybody's no first. disrespect. <laughs> so like you know, it's nineteen thirty-four when there was probably seven people playing, and Horton, his brother and his mum and dad played. I don't know. And then Gene Sarazen 
1935. So it's 34, shot heard around the world. Yeah. The... Yeah. Mm. And then fuzzy in 1979. So the stats would argue that you can't win it. You know, your, your, your odds of winning first outing are low. It's one, it's one, it's three in however many years that is since 1934. So the, the stats would argue or the betting would say that's a really low chance of winning it your first go. So uh, I have is it that- here in front of me. What do you think the winning score was for four rounds in the first masters? I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess two, eight, two, eight, four. Greg. Mm. 298. 284. You're right on the money. Uh, yeah, you're watching. You're looking right, at it. <laughs> it's right in front of me. Uh, in this search, right do, do the next one. I know the next one as well. Yeah. <laughs> I totally cheated. Gene yeah, Sarazen in 1935. Yeah, 1935. He won. He was um, six under par, I think, wasn't he? If I remember 282. Correctly. Yeah, pretty good. Six under. Yeah. That's in front of me as well. I, yeah. I you're read. amazing. Mark, you're incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I, can, I, I can read sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So what do we think about a new golfer? What do we think? Is it? Do new golfers not win at Augusta very much because the field is so small as well? There's not many new golfers there, is there? If you think about it, compared to maybe other events, there's not many first-timers. I mean, how many first-timers are going to be at this Masters? Ten? It's not many, is it? Uh, and, and you're 10 and several of them are amateurs, right? And it, it's yeah. sort of forging their career. And I think the biggest hurdle, I found this the one time that I did it, and obviously I was a rookie, I overplayed everything. I, I, I lived on the folklore. And, yeah. and I was and I'm playing with Chris DeMarco, and he's, he shot seven under. He just played it like it was a regular event. And, yeah. uh, and he was playing different targets than I was, and I was doing all this stupid stuff. And I look nine holes in, I'm like, what are you doing? Just go play. Yeah. Um, play I made the wrong yeah. choices buying into you can't miss it here. You can't do this. Well, it was a soft day. You actually could. Um, so yeah. just go play the golf course. And and uh, and I think if it was a regular tour event, it'd be so interesting to see the stats change. You just you get that. It's the Masters, you know, and you get yeah. that feeling and you, you they can't cope with that. Um, but I think Sam Burns will. Yeah, and Jordan mm. Spieth came close. Jordan Spieth came close in 2015. He was second behind... Oh, sorry, 2014. He was second behind uh, Bubba. And then I think he went on and won it in 2015, I think it's saying here. So Jordan Spieth is the modern closest one to winning it first time. Um, and again, I, well, I just think possibly it is such a small field. Go on, Greg, what were you going to say? I, just, I was just thinking, you know, we're talking predictions. I had two Lou predictions for Ooh. the week. Okay. Uh, the first one being Lou will come away with more clients after this week that will be professional <laughs> golfers because golfers, yes. we are Chat. very much what's what's in front of us. And once you're in yep. front and out there, I think that will be, and I'm excited for Lou for that opportunity if that comes about. Secondly, I think his credit card will come out on fire out of the shop. He is going to yeah. spend a fortune there. Vaseline that thing up, mate. She's going to be, you're going to spend some money. He, he is going to be dripping in Masters logos next <laughs> time two we get him on this yeah. Yeah. He's going to be literally just, they're just be dripping off it. <laughs> one of them yeah. is definitely a guarantee. That second one is, is a guarantee. Um, yeah, it's a guarantee. Uh, I've, I've tried to warn my wife. I, I, I've, yeah. I've been so upfront and clear with her. And she thinks I'm kidding, but I'm not, I'm not kidding. No, um, no. I've already, um, I've already, well, I'm just going to leave it at that, that yeah, you're right. I'm going to, 
I, whatever they have, I'm gonna be like Rodney and and Caddy. I want you know, give me two of those, give me three of those, yeah, give me six of those. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna That'll buy do. everything that I possibly can. All the so things good. that I don't need, I'm gonna buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lou, just quickly to finish, what do you think about a new golfer winning it? What is it? Is it on par uh, with new golfers winning any event? Like yeah, it might just... be. Think it's any event isn't won yeah. by new golfers it's not the masters if you look at the tour average of new you know first time in that event if they've won it it probably is yeah, it's, it's a similar percentage possibly i guess you know yeah it's um, this could be the year guess. though right this could be the year sam burns could sam be the burns year. yeah chosen there we go take it to, the, go, take it to the bank yeah, let us know what your picks are on our social um, uh, social sites and what have you. Thanks for listening, as always. And uh, I definitely can't wait to see what Lou comes out of there with because it's going to be a lot of goodies hanging off him next time we see him.